0: It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. It is California Wine Country, the award-winning radio uh, program. Greg LaFollette is here, the winemaker now at Marshall Wines. This guy's history and his resume and all he has done in the world of wine is amazing. Shari Gurman is co-founder and president of American Fine Wine Corporation, which they just completed. You can go to... American Fine Wine Competition. dot Did I say corporation? You did. I meant, uh, yeah. Well, and she's the founder and president. I'm very <laughs> nervous that she's here. <laughs> no, she's the founder and president of the American Fine Wine Competition. It is American Fine Wine dot org, and you need to check it out. Shari, you were talking about some of the wines that Greg was involved in at the wine competition.
1: Uh, well, yeah. Um, again, the wines, in order to participate, must be invited. And they are vetted. In other words, we taste them, somebody on the acquisition team. And we invited several of um, Greg LaFollette's wines, and it did quite well. So we're so proud of being able to vet these wines. And, again, we, if we believe they deserve a gold medal, that's when we invite the wines in. And Greg had sent me six wines this year, and they did phenomenally well. May I? Phenomenally? Phenomenum. Close enough. Phenomenum. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's the drive.
0: You're you're talking much better than I usually do on this show, so go ahead. Don't worry about it. Then. All
1: right. Thank you. <laughs> um, but he submitted four, uh, six of his wines, um, a couple of which we're tasting now. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I, I just got into town a couple of days ago, and this is the first time I'm seeing Greg and meeting you, Steve, and seeing you, Dan. But I just wanted to say congratulations to Greg because the wines were... Off the charts. He sent me his Chardonnay, Bien Nacido Chardonnay, which got a gold medal and 91 points. Is
0: that what we're tasting, the Shard? Not no, 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 it's a different one. a
1: different one. Chardonnay. It's a different Shard. Yeah. Okay, go he ahead. He also sent me another J&H chard. and What is the J&H? Uh, it's actually a wine that my winemaker made out of our Haiku Vineyard, and uh, it's a Tete de kind of a Chardonnay. Um, also did beautiful, 92 and a gold medal. Mm-hmm. Um, he also sent us and one of the wine one of the vineyards that I know Greg's been working with for many years is called Manchester Ridge, and I know you do a Pinot on the Manchester Ridge, which one year took best of class. Yes. Um, this year you sent me your Chardonnay. It also got a gold medal and ninety two points. Um, sent me your uh, Tritone Chardonnay, which I think is that what we're no we're drinking.
2: We're, that's what we're, we're drinking. All right,
0: chardonnay? I want to segue into that because this okay. is just a lovely Chardonnay. Uh, what year is it? And explain the whole. Situation with this particular shard?
2: Well, it's uh, 2021 and uh, it got uh, 95 points and, and a double gold, a double gold at uh, the American Vine Wine Competition. <laughs> it is all of our vineyards all together. It's called the Tritone because it's three counties Santa Barbara County, Sonoma County, and Mendocino County. Wow. So the Viennacito from their oldest vines on the property, the L Block, planted in 1970. Uh, there's the Lorenzo Vineyard, which was planted in the early 70s and is one of the oldest Chardonnay vineyards in the Russian River Valley, also on its own roots. The Black Knight Vineyard and uh, in Sonoma County, and then uh, Haiku and Manchester Ridge Vineyards in Mendocino
0: fascinating. Uh, Dan, tell me why I love this chard so much.
3: Well, again, it comes back to the acidity. This wine has fabulous acidity, but it's not an acid-based wine. It's basically succulent, it's rich, it's Chardonnay style, but more than anything else, it's designed to go with some food. Not the same kind of wine that the uh, French Columbard is. The Columbard that Greg makes is really ideal for shellfish. This wine would go probably best with uh, something like halibut because it's got. You need to have the richness of the fish, but you don't want too much oil. It, the salmon would not work as well. The pinot noir would go great with the salmon. Although in this chardonnay, this particular tritone chardonnay is such a beautiful, structurally balanced wine. It's got great acidity and great structure, but it's got also it's got the richness of the mid palate. So you really want to serve it with some kind of uh,
0: fleshy fish. Uh, fleshy fish. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite bands tonight at Hot Monk <laughs> in Sebastopol. Yeah, Dan's waiting for that one every Friday. Uh, Greg, this is f- truly phenomenal. And a uh, twenty-one or twenty-two? Did you say? Uh,
2: this is the twenty-one. Also. Yeah. Okay.
0: Good man. That's
2: good.
1: Do you this have any wine. left for people to get? It's only right? going to
3: get better, Steve.
0: Is there? Yeah. Uh,
2: this this wine we have more of, so it's more available than like. 50 cases of a lot of our other wines.
0: Okay, and it is Marshall Wines M-A-R-C-H-E-L-L-E uh, com, and you must check them out uh, Greg LaFollette, uh, an amazing winemaker uh, he's been called the vine whisperer the cellar magician and he's done so much stuff in his career, and as we talked about earlier, and for you 5 o'clockers who are just joining us and may have missed that, uh Greg uh, was a former seminarian and biochemist. He got degrees in plant biology and chemistry. And then he was uh, an early AIDS researcher at UCSF. Just briefly talk about that again, because that's just an amazing story.
2: Yeah, well, um, I actually came up. uh, I had been trained in a very new sort of technique called HPLC, or a high-performance liquid chromatography, and one of the few people who were trained in that, and landed a job at UCSF uh, looking at third-generation cephalosporins, that's uh, antibiotics. But then uh, the AIDS effort hit, and all of a sudden, that's all we were doing. Right. So uh, I was working... 110, 120 hours a week. Everything needed to be done yesterday. People wow. were dying all around us, and of it course. was pretty stressful.
0: And how long were you involved in that AIDS researching?
2: Uh, four years. Wow. And uh, But I worked so many hours, my principal investigator said, look, you just work as many hours as you need to get this done. We'll keep track of them. And my last year there, uh, I really only had to come in to finish writing up uh, papers and I followed the bike racing circuit and uh, just raced for a year.
0: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And uh, he plays the bagpipes. Besides
3: that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, very well. and he worked with Andre Chelichev.
0: Oh, you did work with Andre Chelichev. <laughs> yeah, you know, was... on that, that 16 years <laughs> doing this show <laughs> uh, right. and talking wines, and that name comes up all the time, and uh, the story blows me away. So, I'll talk about Andre.
2: Well, uh, first off, to have anybody talk about Andre is not really enough to have known him. He was an incredibly amazing man, like a lot of great men. Uh, nothing really does it justice. But uh, there is a, a feature-length documentary about him called Andre, the Voice of Wine. And you can look that up on the Internet. And uh, it really speaks to who Andre was as just a passionate, uh, exacting man who... Drove the California wine industry and indeed a lot of the world wine industry into new avenues that people hadn't even thought about before. And how
0: did he wind up in Sonoma County?
2: Well, uh, there was a fellow named Georges de Latour who had uh, started Beaulieu Vineyard or BV. Right. And he went to uh, France, uh, he, he went to the Pasteur Institute where a lot of the, the French wine microbiologists were being. Uh, trained, the, the best ones, and he said to the director there, he said, I want your best student or your, your best uh, person here. And the the director said, the best French one? And uh, uh, Georges said, no, the best one. And he said, it's André Chalischeff. So Georges hired André in the 1930s, just after Prohibition ended, and André literally brought the industry, out of uh, the Depression and out of the Volstead Act and Prohibition and did so many amazing things and trained so many great winemakers over many decades.
0: And, uh, Dan, you've mentioned Andre so many times and so have so many other guests on this segment. But uh, give me your uh, Andre, Dan, Dan thoughts.
3: Andre was... Uh, an amazingly rare individual because he not only had <clears throat> technical skills which was very important uh, n- knowing the technology was important but being able to apply them in a practical sense was the the transition from taking something from a theoretical into the practical was really a very difficult thing, especially in the era when we we didn't have very many technical controls in our industry. This industry was completely controlled by what Mother Nature decided it wanted to do. There were no technological advances. Prohibition had killed all the scientific research. and Andre came here and had such an amazing amount of intuition. He could Visualize what was taking place, but rather than employ these pieces of technology that he believed in so firmly because of his intellect, he went into the laboratory and began to research. So while he was employing these techniques in at BV's vineyards and telling them to other wineries without any charge at all, he was also technologically advanced enough to go in and do the research in the laboratories. So he was doing both ends of the, su- of the science at the same time. He was rather incredible.
0: Andrei Chelychev uh, from Russia, con- considered by many the godfather of California winemakers, right? Oh, yes. Amazing. Uh, okay, uh, this Pinot. <laughs> we haven't discussed this Pinot. This is a Pinot that I'm I'm crying. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> this
3: is fabulous stuff. That's special. It's called Fourth Act. Greg, talk about the wine.
2: Well, uh, this was named Evan. Uh, our winemaker came up with uh, this name, and it uh, I wouldn't have named it this, but it's uh, a tribute. This is my fourth winery that I've been involved with in terms of ownership, and probably my last act uh, because. I've already done sixty-eight vintages, and uh, and I, I wasn't born. I, I I didn't start when I was two years old. Uh, uh, <laughs> making wine on several continents, sometimes three times a year, I, I get to do several harvests. But uh, I think this one, especially because it has our wives' names on it, it's like Apollo thirteen. Failure is not an option. Hmm. And uh, so the fourth act represents my fourth go at it, and uh, it's a blend. Of Cornero's fruit, and uh, there's also Vanderkamp Pinot Noir in it. Camp Pinot Meunier, which is a sparkling varietal, but that I make as a, a table wine. Yeah, yeah. And and, a, and several other of our vineyards as well. It's our blend wine.
0: Uh, Dan, I know you are loving this. Oh, Explain why.
3: Phenomenal. Well, it starts with the fact that it smells exactly like what a great Pinot Noir should smell like, and that is more. All the the fruit that you want that defines Pinot Noir, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, they're all Pinot Noir characteristics and The secret to that is making sure that this wine's aging in barrels was never seen as a function of the wine. That is to say, you never smell the barrel in here. You know it's there. Somehow the the barrel is there, but it's not what the feature is. The feature is a fruit. And it's
0: all about fruit. And Smell the Barrel, another one of my favorite wines. Uh, my bands, uh, they're playing tomorrow night at Hot Monk Nevado.
1: You had mentioned something earlier, Stephen. I just want to say, when you put this wine in your mouth, the mouthfeel, mm-hmm. that silkiness on oh. your tongue. Mm-hmm. Completely silky. magnificent. Um, this it, wine also got a double gold in 95 points. Oh, cool. Was, this is well, I can imagine. This bottle
0: of wine. What year is this, Greg? Uh,
3: 2021. Okay. And this got a gold medal at my competition. In fact, you want to toot your own horn about this
0: in Mendocino?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No. Right here in Sonoma <laughs> County, my, my, my wine competition is right here in Sonoma County.
0: Well, what's it's, the one in Mendocino that you?
3: Well, that's a, That's different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the. Dan
2: well, we've Burger. only
0: been working together eleven years, so yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Danberger International Wine Competition. It got uh, best Pinot of show, best of class, best of class, and best of show.
3: Wow. It's a really impressive wine. Thank you.
0: And uh, talk about making this particular wine, because it really is impressive.
3: Well, I have to give
2: uh, credit to Evan Damiano, who uh, we have promoted a winemaker, who has a very uh, excellent palate for blending. Uh, when he first started out, he was, uh, boy, he was really thinking about all the other things that go on with the wine, like will this sell or... You know, how are we going to make this thing work financially? And what I told him is, look, when you're there tasting the wine, you just drill down and focus on the wine and its flavors and what it says to you. And don't think about any of the outside stuff. It's like being a a pitcher on the mound and being in the zone, just shedding everything else out and just focusing on the wine and what it says.
0: He is Greg LaFollette, now winemaker at Marshall Wines. And our other guest today is Shari Gurman. She is co-founder and president of the American Fine Wine Competition. Go to AmericanFineWineCompetition.org. Uh, and again, oh, where is she? I'm right here. Oh, there you go.
1: Oh, you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you let your hair down or something. What did you do? You didn't change?
1: No, I have Mara sitting next to me. Oh. We're, we're a blend now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm very confused. Um
0: and the American Fine Wine Competition is annually, just, it's in January.
1: It's an annual event in January. Um, we're going in, this is, we just finished our 17th year. Nice. And, um, it's Can a, wineries
3: submit samples before they must. you make, that's the thing.
1: Yeah. Either I, well, I'm out here now and I'm visiting wineries. I see, I don't know, 30 a day. Not really, but if I could, I would. <laughs>
3: um...
1: Uh, but, yeah, but we taste the wines before we invite them to participate. If wineries think they want to be a part of it, then by all means send samples. The information's on the website.
0: Um, and it's American Fine Wine competition. Nice. Dot org. You should check out uh, the winners from this year's uh, competition and everything else about the American Fine Wine Competition. Uh, Greg, uh, what else did you... You brought another Pinot, right? It's
3: yes. right there.
2: I uh, just it. poured it for you, Steve. And this is the... 2021 Growers Reserve Pinot Noir. And uh, this is a tribute to a longtime grower of ours uh, um, who, uh, for many years, made wine at uh, or grew grapes at Hawkes Roos Vineyard with a very rare Klevner Mariafeld Swiss clone. And he passed away in this year, but we actually made about half of the wine for his family. This is Chuck Jones, his family. And then the other half we put into the Grower's Reserve, and, uh, and we blended that together with Manchester Ridge. So,
3: yeah. This is fabulous. Dan, go. Good gracious. This stuff is outrageous. I thought the fourth act was good. This is even better. <laughs> uh, this is a 2021 Grower's Reserve, Marshall, Pinot Noir, fabulous aromatics. Almost reminds me of, of a combination of blueberries and blackberries. It's got all the fruit components that you want in a Pinot Noir, but it really has the design of of Burgundy. It has that Burgund, Burgundian sort of snap to it. It's got great, great structure and balance. It needs about two more years in the bottle before it should be consumed at all, and then it'll probably go for at least ten or twelve more years. It's the least.
0: Really? One this wine. Wow. Well, it is spectacular and quite different from the previous Pinot that we tasted. And I love them both. Mm. Uh, and this one is, I don't know, a little more silky smooth. Uh, and, and it's There's a little, lot going it's on. It's got a
3: little bit more personality in terms of its aromatics. But yeah, okay. I, I can't really put my finger on why. It just has so much, a little bit more than the, the previous wine. This is a very special. How much of this did you make? Uh,
2: this particular one, we made about 240 cases. Which is not an awful lot.
3: Yeah, uh, It's not enough,
2: Greg.
0: (laughs) No, but we're working on it. (laughs) I know. know. Uh, Greg LaFollette, he is uh, one of the winemakers, uh, one of the main guys and partners at Marshall Wines. And it is marshallwines.com. You owe it to yourself uh, to to go to the website and look at everything they're they're up to. And uh, then you can order some wines. Uh, Are you guys doing any retail at all or restaurants?
2: Uh, Not very much. Yeah. It's mostly uh, Because you're not making a lot of wine. When you only make 50 cases. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, we do sell sometimes in a couple of places. uh, And we are looking to actually start doing more uh, restaurants again. With my old brand, we were mostly restaurants and that kind of. uh, Yeah. So we're looking to build our wine club membership. And uh, that's the best way to get our wines. And uh, our wine club is unlike most in that you can just, every time there's a release, we suggest the new releases. But if you want, you can pick anything you want. You can do all reds, all whites. You can do all of one thing. Mm -hmm. You can just cherry pick as much as you want. So that's the way I would want to join a club. I
0: agree. Marshallwines.com, M-A-R-C-H-E-L-L-E. He is the amazing Greg LaFollette. And always a pleasure to see you, man And you need to come back uh, sooner than later Because it it's been a while
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased to be back And uh, my wife uh, uh, got me out of my overalls today And some nice wine clothes uh, you, so. look <laughs> you. Yeah. you look lovely Thank you Our
0: other guest today on California Wine Country Shari uh, Gurman She is co-founder and president of the American Fine Wine Competition It is AmericanFineWineCompetition.org Check them out Shari, great to see you, and uh, Thank you, thanks for what a coming pleasure. in. All right, Dan, you know what we have next week?
3: Next week, we have Daryl Groom. Oh, the we know Australian him. Australian winemaker who has both American and Australian roots. He's got wines from both countries. And he's always great. He's fat. When he's on the show, he's yeah, that,
0: that's cool. Carlo Favrini isn't working today. Neither is Marcello Parodi, or Johann Stempel, or any man in the valley who raises grapes for Italian Swiss Colony wines. For today is their day at the state fair, a day for the growers to share honors with the vintners. Year after year, Italian Swiss Colony wines have won more awards than any others at any price. The medals read, Italian Swiss Colony, But to the men of the valley, the Carlo Fabrinis, the Marcello Parodis, and the Johann Stempels, these are their medals for the finest grapes grown in all of California.